Welcome to the Award Travel 101 podcast. My name is Jeff Brownson, and I'm your host. My full-time job is managing the Award Travel 101 Facebook group. That group is made up of over 60,000 people who travel the world using miles and points. Our group members not only love to learn about award travel, but they are happy to share, teach, and help others learn to travel the world on any budget. This podcast not only gets into the details of award travel and using miles and points, but it also takes a look at my life running a Facebook group full-time and the lives of our members as they travel the world. Before we get into this week's episode, here's a word from our sponsor. The Award Travel 101 podcast is brought to you by Thrifty Traveler Premium. Over 80 international flight deals a month delivered right to your inbox. Never miss a cheap flight or a mistake fare again. Sign up today for free at thriftytraveler.com slash AT101. So we have a little bit of an odd situation as I start out hosting this podcast. When I decided to take the job of running Award Travel 101, I already had a big family trip scheduled to South Africa. And wouldn't you know it, that trip was planned for the first two weeks that I would be in charge here. As a result, you're going to get a guest host for these first couple of episodes. We didn't want you to miss any weekly content, so Ed Pizzarello has agreed to step in while I'm wandering the world. Ed is an expert in the miles and points world, a regular business traveler, and a great guy who loves showing his family the world. Enjoy what he's put together for you for these episodes. With that, I think I've said enough, so I'll let Ed take it away. Hey guys, this is Ed Pizza back hosting the Award Travel 101 podcast for another week while Jeff is off gallivanting around the world. The Award Travel 101 community is built on members helping members, always has been. At over 60,000 members, there are lots of folks to help and there are a lot of helpers out there. Uh, Today's guest is one of those members. Her name is Jen and she writes the blog Deals We Like. Jen, welcome to the Award Travel 101 podcast. Thanks, Ed. Thanks for having me. Well, we know that the Award Travel 101 members love a good deal, which is um, right where you fit in. Um, I've known you, for, obviously, for quite a while, but we want to help the AT101 folks get to know you a little bit better. Um, how long have you been writing the uh, Deals We Like blog? I've been writing the blog for, let's see, 2011, so a little over eight years. It's a while. That is a long while, and a lot has changed in this game over those eight years. Uh, some of the deals that were exceptional now are just um, just okay. In fact, we're going to talk about uh, Amex offers here in in a bit. But um, you know, but as far as the landscape goes, um, do you feel like uh, feel like there's still enough deals out there for folks to chase? As long as you're willing to, you know, go that extra mile or go that extra step, there's definitely deals out there, and those are who are active in the. Facebook group, you'll see that there's deals popping up all the time. Now, sometimes it might only be, you know, a few points or dollars here or there. You just take advantage of them all. It all adds up at the end of the day. If you had to guess, how much time do you think you spend on a daily basis hunting down deals? More than the average person. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I honestly have no idea because I feel like I do it just always throughout the day. Um, You know, when I wake up in the morning, when I go to bed at night, than just throughout. So hunting down deals is different than taking advantage of the deals though. So it's always great if someone does the legwork for you and then you can just follow the steps. Yeah, it's funny because uh, I, I find sometimes that I get so busy 
um, trying to write something up or research something for uh, for my readers that I, I don't get around to maximizing it, uh, maximizing it for myself. Right. And of course, some deals are harder, you know, not harder, but more time consuming to take advantage of than others. And we'll talk about some, you know, over the next few minutes that are just easy to do. Like it takes an extra minute or two out of your time. And then there are some that, you know, actually require a lot of lead work. So it kind of depends on where you fall, how much effort you want to put in. But the more effort, I guess, the better deals you'll find. For sure. And so on a daily basis, you can find Jen blogging at uh, dealswelike.com. And we'll obviously have a link to that in the show notes. And we wanted to go over um, some current deals that she's been researching to give you guys an idea of what you might be missing. And uh, and Jen, since we're in the throes of back to school shopping, in fact, I was having a conversation with my wife just this morning about uh, tax-free shopping weekend in, uh, in good old uh, Virginia, where I live. Um, you know, let's start talking about uh, shopping portal bonuses for back to school shopping. Sure. Back to school shopping is one of those things that it takes no effort to, you know, get those extra miles. So these online shopping portals, you literally just go to the portal first, type in the merchant that you're looking to make a purchase at. And then within, I don't know, let's call it 30 seconds, they bring you to the merchant's website make your purchase as if you were to go straight to that merchant directly. And then you're earning bonus miles in the background. So your entire purchase is tracked, which is pretty awesome. And right now, you know, all these, there's four different airlines that are offering bonus miles for shopping online. So you have American, United, Southwest, and Alaska Airlines. So all of them are, will get you up to, you know, anywhere between 1,500 and 2,500 points, depending on the amount of money you spend at their partner merchants, which is great. But it's only for online shopping. And one of the things that I've noticed most years uh, when these shopping portal bonuses come out is that they don't always end on the, the same day. And so I normally tell folks to figure out you know, in total what they expect to spend on back to school shopping and not just... Um, uh, not just on things for back to school, you know, back to school shopping uh, portal bonuses are not just for folks buying supplies for kids. Right. Um, you know, you, it, it's essentially you can get these bonuses for anything on the various shopping portals. And, you know, I like to tell folks that, uh, that you can find just about anything through the various shopping portals. You can obviously find all the, the, the big basics, um, you know, uh, Staples, Office Depot for, you know, hardcore office supplies. Um, you'll find Apple and, and other, you know, technology merchants to buy computers and stuff like that. Um, but you'll also find really odd things like my sister operates a couple of sailboats. And so she buys boating parts from, uh, from a, a vendor that's on one of the shopping portals. Right. Yeah, there are some shop uh, merchants there that you've never heard of as well. Yeah, you can buy tires, you can buy all kinds of crazy things. So, you know, it's one of those things where <clears throat> when there's multiple bonuses out like this, I usually like to tell people to figure out what you're going to spend in the time period and then start with the one that ends the earliest so that if something happens and another purchase pops up, you know, God forbid your washer dryer dies or something like that, you don't want to have used up, you know, all your spending, uh, you used up the bonuses on the ones that are around the longest, if you will. So start with the ones that expire the soonest and then work your way out to the other ones. Right. So right now it's the Alaska shopping portal that expires um, earlier than the other three. The other three don't end until a week later. So in Alaska airline miles are great to earn through the shopping portal because those are actually one of those currencies that are hard to earn in general. 
because you can really only earn them via their credit card or flying. There's not many transfer opportunities like you have with United, with Chase and American Express with Delta, et cetera. So that's a great opportunity to earn those miles and they're really valuable miles as well. So that's a great one to take advantage of. And then you can move on to the other one. So United is also a very valuable miles. Southwest people love. Now, the one thing to know about Southwest is while the normal miles you earn count towards the companion pass, the bonus miles that you earn do not. So if you're going to earn five-time miles at a certain merchant, you'll earn those five-time miles towards the companion pass, but you're not going to earn the bonus miles towards the companion pass. So that's one thing that some people get really excited about and then find out later that they don't count. And that's great to know, especially now that, you know, we're in the second half of the year, people are really trying hard to earn that companion pass. For sure. And it's also important to note that, you know, if you don't travel a lot um, or if you don't travel a lot for business like I do, um, one of the big benefits of these shopping portal bonuses can be to extend the life of miles. So taking Alaska as an example, as you say, it's you know, harder to earn their currency or to, to, to stock up a bunch of the uh, their currency if you don't uh, fly Alaska Airlines or if you don't have one of their credit cards. You know, here, you know, earning miles uh, through a shopping portal as a general rule for all airlines is going to qualify as activity to extend the expiration on your account. And so you might have those points sitting around for a while. And, um, you know, certainly some folks advocate trying to burn your points as quickly as possible. But, you know, quite frankly, my opinion is if you're getting the points for free on something that, you know, you you weren't going to get otherwise, i.e. if you're going to max out the shopping portal bonuses and Alaska is just another one in the line, then, um, you know, getting getting some points here and there and continuing to save up to an award is certainly better than nothing because you're not, you're not, really giving up an opportunity cost by using a shopping portal. In most cases, you're, you're adding on the number of points that you get buying something. Yep, exactly. So definitely, you know, make sure to go online first, go through the shopping portals before going straight to the merchant's website. It'll take an extra one minute, an example of an easy deal to take advantage of. For sure. And on the subject of things that um, that don't take a lot of time but are commonly overlooked by folks, let's talk a bit about Amex offers, which I know for many years was one of your super sweet spots when um, when they used to allow you to stack the number of times you could sign up for these Amex offers. But there's still value here. There's still gold in them there hills, as I like to say. Absolutely. So as Ed alluded to, if you've been in the game for a while, you know that American Express offers allowed you to take advantage of these offers on every single American Express credit card that you had, even authorized users. So there were people out there with, I actually once saw someone out there, I think with um, five different American Express cards for just him and then authorized users up to five from each card and wow. actually made certain trips out to California specifically to take advantage of this one um, one store. And it was awesome. And it was a really great way just to literally earn cash back in your pocket. And while you now can no longer take advantage of the offer on every single card you have, you can still take advantage of the offer on one card for on her account. So if you have it and then your significant other has it, you can take advantage of the offer twice. Some of these offers will get you anywhere between you know, a $5 statement credit to a $100 statement credit. All offers are very different. Then sometimes if you have a membership rewards earning card, you'll actually instead earn membership board points instead of cash back. And sometimes those are actually more valuable depending on how you use those points, if you transfer them to partners or whatnot. So there are many, many offers you know, actively available. And 
Some of them are in store. Some of them are online only. They give you kind of the terms. So just make sure to follow the terms. For the ones that are in store, many times you're actually able to buy a gift card for that store and use it at a later date. So let's say there's a restaurant you're looking to go to, but you know you're not going within the next month or two when that offer expires. Go ahead, purchase a gift card in store and make sure it's just processed as if you're just buying something at the restaurant and then go ahead and use that restaurant gift card the next time you go. One other great example that people love is, for example, right now there's one at Staples and U.S. office supply stores and Staples classifies as that. So within Staples and many other merchants, actually, you can go in and buy third-party gift cards. So a gift card for Amazon or gas or a restaurant, really many, many, many like racks and racks of gift cards. So go in and purchase a gift card for that specific merchant you're a lot you're looking to make a purchase that and then use that the next time you shop and you'll receive the statement credit from you know staples in this example and while you know you might think oh it's only a few dollars here or there it really 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 does add up i know i take advantage of these quite often probably more than the norm but i've saved well into the four digits of money back over the years yeah, and I think the thing I like about this sort of stuff is that you know, certain certainly from a family perspective, there there are times of the year where we're always going to spend money, and uh, you know, back to school is a really good one for for us. Uh, you know, as I said, my wife is is talking about the back to school sales, you know, right now as we speak. And so, if you have your um, if you have yourself organized on what you need for your kids, the you know, the first two things that we've talked about with Jen today are a great opportunity to stack up the savings. You know, not only are you helping uh, defray the annual fee cost for that uh, American Express card in your wallet if you're using these Amex offers. But, you know, if you're using, you know, for the ones that, uh, for the ones that will allow you to purchase online or in store, if you're using a shopping portal and then paying with uh, a credit card, uh, an Amex card that's eligible for the offer, you're getting uh, points for the initial transaction uh, through the shopping portal. So, um, you know, however many points that uh, the merchant's offering that day for Staples or Office Depot or whoever, then you're working your way towards the qualification for uh, a bonus tier for the back to school shopping portal bonus, adding on more miles per dollar that you're spending. And then finally, you're potentially getting some cash back on that same transaction by paying with your eligible American Express card. And so you st- stack all that stuff up, you really start to really add up the amount of either savings or earning, depending on how you look at those different things, points versus cash, on a purchase you were already going to make um, for just a few extra clicks. Absolutely. So for example, just yesterday, actually, I was looking at eBads. So eBads is having an American Express offer where if you spend $100, you're getting a $20 statement credit. You know, payouts change every single day. So this might not still be the case when you're listening to the podcast, but British Airways was paying 18 points per dollar spent, which is amazing. So if you were going to purchase something at eBags anyways, you can not only take advantage of the American Express offer, you can earn extra bonus points. And usually hard coded in there when you shop through the portal is like a 20% off discount code. It's really a great opportunity you can, you know, without doing the math off the top of my head, but sometimes you can get 50% off on an e-bags purchase. And I took advantage of that, you know, while it's not back to school, but I took advantage of it over the holiday time and got my kids little cute, these cute little suitcases that they now love and take them to, you know, grandma and grandpa's house all the time and on road trips. So it really was a nice opportunity to take advantage of three offers within one. 
you know, for folks who um, who don't necessarily keep as close an eye on the shopping portals as as Jen or I do, uh, eBags is one of those ones, uh, uh, like Apple, where you know they offer a, a nominal amount of miles, like a reasonable number to use the shopping portal on a regular basis, but they frequently uh, offer specials, um, as Jen said, where the the numbers grow exponentially in terms of the number of miles that that you can earn. Um, you know, Apple is usually a one mile per day or one point per uh, one point per dollar sort of merchant on the shopping portal but there are times it jumps to six or eight points per dollar so keeping an eye on those things during those these time periods um, can also help stack up the savings um, on you know merchants and this doesn't happen with every merchant to be clear like i don't usually see staples pop up for you know six or seven miles per dollar but uh, apple's one and e-bag is another one and uh, i just have to hope that maybe my wife doesn't log on to american Express and see the current eBags offer and decide that she needs another purse for back to school. Right, because eBags is not just luggage. Yes, this I have learned. I know it's not the hard way. I, <laughs> I have learned this the hard way. <laughs> um, all right, so let's wrap up with <clears throat> let's wrap up with the the current promotion for purchasing Hyatt points. And you know, full disclosure to folks, you know, I am you know certainly like not as bullish as some on purchasing points. And you know, Jen and I will dig into this a little bit more um, I, you know, on on who this should be good for or not. But you know, Jen, you wrote recently about a, a new forty percent bonus. on on purchasing Hyatt points, um, you know, as I recall from you being on my podcast miles to go, that you've had some times where you've purchased points to be able to save a bunch of money. Um, I thought the two properties that you chose as examples um, were really uh, key because uh, the first one uh, is uh, Andas Costa Rica, which has been on my list for a while. Um, you know, how often do you see Hyatt uh, offering a bonus promotion like this that you think it's a good opportunity to take advantage of? Fortunately, quite often, usually it's anywhere between, you know, 25 to 40%. So I haven't seen more than 40% ever. And right now is the 40% offer, which is great. And then there are times that it's tiered. So you have to buy the maximum number of points to get that 40% bonus. Right now, it's there's no tier offer. So this is actually one of the better ones. With that being said, I would absolutely not go ahead and purchase points speculatively because you have no idea what will happen to points within, you know, the higher program or any program really for that matter, purchase points with an opportunity in mind and make sure that there's availability and that the math works out. Because if, you know, you don't purchase points now, there will be another opportunity probably within the next you know, four months at most. Um, I, at least I hope, not on wood here. So I wouldn't go ahead and purchase point, points just because I'm saying it's a great deal. But if you're looking to go on vacation, definitely look to see if the math works out where purchasing points is actually better than paying the lowest rate you might find in, you know, wherever rate that might be, AAA or, you know, Fortnite free or whatever. So definitely do the math and you might find that you'll save a good amount of money or you might find that it's not worth it. Yeah. So let's talk through your examples. Um, I think, uh, you know, again, Andas Costa Rica has been on my radar for a while. Um, walk folks through the math uh, if you're if you're talking about purchasing points to to use the property that you outline in the post. Sure. So Andas Costa Rica is one of those properties that was always in that sweet spot at a Category 4. Unfortunately, earlier this year, it moved up to the Category 5. But still at a Category 5, it's a great opportunity to use your points. And many times, purchasing points is what um, needs to happen to be able to stay. So right now, um, with this promotion, you know, you can purchase, I have it in my 
blog post, but you can purchase 60,200 points for a little over $1,000. You can go ahead and redeem this for three nights and you'll bring your cost down to $344. That is an unbelievable deal, especially when this hotel, which maybe it's priced a little too high, but this hotel can easily cost you over $500 a night. Over the holiday time, I'd see it going for, you know, $7,800 a night. Of course, you know, off-peak time might be less, but at $344 a night, you'll be hard-pressed to find a better rate there. And also, when you use your points, you're not um, paying taxes and fees. So keep that in mind when you're doing the math as well. We've we've kept an eye on this property since it became part of the the Hyatt family, and I, you know, when I've researched it for vacations in the past, it, it, I still haven't been able to work out airfare and dates to to make it make sense. But I don't I don't actually remember a time where I saw the cash rates less than three hundred fifty bucks a night. So no. this one seems to me like one that um, you know, unless you have a lot of flexibility and you're not traveling with kids and you're traveling in you know a very low season. Um, this one seems like a, a no-brainer to me. Um, you know, we're also a fan of uh, Hyatt's uh, all-inclusive properties. I'm not a fan of all-inclusives, to be clear. I just we stayed at a Hyatt all-inclusive and and sort of changed my mind on not all all-inclusives are created equally. Let's walk through the math on Hyatt Ziva Cancun. I haven't been uh, to Hyatt Ziva Cancun yet. We did the Hyatt Ziva in uh, Los Cabos and, and really liked it. I was surprised by the food quality. And judging by the math here, it seems like this could be another great place to, to purchase points for. Right. Well, if you haven't been to the Hyatt Ziva Cancun, you're missing out. <laughs> so I definitely recommend it. I've been there twice. We actually have another vacation plan there. And I don't know. I like trying out new resorts, but it just works so well for my picky eater kids and my family. So we kind of just stick to what we know right now. Maybe it's not the best plan, but we really, really like this property. I mean, they treat us well. The service is great. The food was great. Um, And I've even heard, you know, I haven't been to the other Hyatt's, but I've heard that this is the best Hyatt Ziva property. Interesting. So if you, the Cabo one is great, then this one's probably equally as good, if not better. I don't know. Hmm. So definitely check it out. If Cancun is on your radar. Well, right now, the math works out that you can ultimately purchase points for two nights for $864. So you're looking at a little over $400 a night, which is amazing. When you use your points, it's good for two guests. And when you go to pay for a reservation, you'll have to put in the number of guests. and You'll see that two guests will cost significantly more than one guest. And I've never seen this hotel you know, less than four, five, fifty, six hundred dollars a night for two for two guests, which is pretty awesome. After that, you'll have to pay, um, you know, twelve thousand five hundred points per guest over three years old. So keep that in mind too. When you know, if you're traveling with family with kids, that it will cost you a little bit more. Some people actually say just getting two rooms is better than cramming everyone into one room for the same cost sometimes. So that's something good as well. And they do have connected rooms. Yeah, we did that at uh, Ziva Los Cabos. We did get two rooms, and that that was what made the most most sense for us there. I think the interesting thing too, uh, you know, the the reason why I think an all inclusive can work well in Cancun is is just again personal opinion. I don't I don't view Cancun as one of those um, you know really awesome destination food cities, and I'm a I'm a very food oriented 
traveler. Um, so, you know, where I believe all inclusives work best for families is when you're not going to traipse off, you know, right. a handful of times during your vacation to, to go enjoy the, your favorite restaurants in a specific destination. And, you know, like not saying there isn't good food in Cancun. I'm just saying that I think it's mo- more likely than not that you're going to eat the vast majority of your meals on site. And that's where the, the rubber really hits the road on the value for the points, because you're not only getting your room uh, for that, you know, call it roughly 400 bucks a night, but you're getting three meals a day. And if the food is as good or better as it was in Los Cabos, like I said, I mean, we really, we really loved uh, the the food at the the buffet restaurant in Cabos. In fact, we liked it even more than some of the sit down restaurants in in the Hyatt Zibalos Cabos. So we were we were very surprised by the food quality. And and I would say just you know in my head that four hundred bucks a night to cover two people all the all the food you can eat and you know uh, yeah exactly like either you can certainly buy upgraded drinks, but uh, you know included uh, you know base level cocktails and wines and stuff like that. That's a pretty that's a pretty screaming deal. Um, if you know you've got a good use, like you know, dates that you can commit to to use the points without uh, you know having to hold on to them too long. That's that's where things like purchasing points can really make sense for folks. Absolutely, I agree. Um, you know, and a lot of people even discount or don't even consider those really low level properties. Like if you have to go visit, you know, grandparents or stay at an airport hotel. Like sometimes those properties can be kind of expensive for what you need. And purchasing points for category one can actually be valuable as well. So no matter where you're saying, no matter what the price point is, definitely look to see if purchasing points would be a better, you know, deal for you. Absolutely. And I think, you know, from a, from a, a point standpoint, uh, you know, as Jen said early on, we just want to make sure that you're, you know, you're, you're making sure that you've got a high degree of, of confidence that you can use the points in a reasonable amount of time. So Jen, uh, I appreciate you spending some time getting to um, talk through these deals with us and uh, letting the AT101 community know a bit more about you. Uh, you know, when you're not skulking around AT101 looking for more deals to report on, tell folks where they can track you down. Absolutely. So you can find me on my blog, dealswelike.com, or via any of the social media channels. Anything at Deals We Like will bring you to me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Awesome, Jen. Thanks for being on. Safe travels. Well, guys, this may be the end of my uh, my guest hosting on the Award Travel 101 podcast. Uh, Ping Jeff to see when he's going to be back from his uh, his world tour, and I do think that's going to be next week. But he hasn't confirmed that, so um, you may have Jeff's first uh, full episode uh, running the Award Travel 101 forum and podcast next week. But if not, I will certainly be happy to sub in again. Uh, until then, we'll probably get another question and answer thread started in the AT101 Facebook group uh, for everyone so we can help answer more of those questions. That's all we have time for today. I hope everyone enjoyed this week's show. If you did, please, please tell a friend and subscribe to the Award Travel 101 podcast wherever you're listening. Until we record again, make sure to check out the Award Travel 101 Facebook group for help from your fellow travelers. Safe travels.